This is In The Zone. No, man, I can't do it. No, no, no compete, no compete. Oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. No, no, no compete. Oh, okay. Funny. There's Joe Buck didn't say no compete, no compete. I'm talking back in 2003, 2004. Brian Burwell didn't say no compete, no compete. Martin Kilcoin didn't say no compete, no compete. Your boy Frank Cusimano didn't say no compete, no compete. Dave Green didn't say no compete, no compete. Sal Palantonio didn't say no compete, no compete. Ron Jaworski, Chris Myers, I didn't hear none of that from any of them, but I heard it from you, Shatoa Tai. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You are listening to The Real in the Zone Network. This is it. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In the Zone and This the Network. Palmer Alexander, a.k.a. The Living Legend, K.I.L., Winnell and Kill, but Kill Still Kill. Joining me on my celebrity line, sponsored by The In The Zone Network Store, is my country cousin down there in Houston, Texas. He is the founder of Big Sarge Media, the one and only Big Sarge. How you doing, Big Sarge? Hey, what's going on, man? How y'all doing up there? Uh, what do they call it? The the wait, hold on. You can tell I'm hungry because I was about to say the golden arches. Lord, I need some food. <laughs> yeah, uh, how y'all doing up there in St. Louis, though, man? How, how's it going? It's, you know, it's going good. You know, um, we just passed the Fourth of July, and people are still popping fireworks. Did did I, and I know I know you made a post about uh, about fireworks. How was your fourth? Man, my, my fourth was uh, actually good. I didn't do too much. I, I stayed low-key. Um, I stayed away from the fireworks. I stayed away from, uh, you know, big crowds and things like that. So I actually uh, just, as a matter of fact, I just stayed at home, worked on a couple of articles, and uh, continued writing. Uh, I got a book that's getting ready to come out, man. So I, I was finishing up that book. You've been uh, cranking out show after show after show after show uh, with the Big Sarge podcast. And... Let's talk about your work ethic. Uh, where did the work ethic come from being able to pump out show after show after show? Well, you know, I would like to say that you, uh, I would like to give you the answer of, well, you know, um, growing up as a child, my mom and dad instilled a lot of work ethic in me. But that would be a lie because I grew up with a single mother. That's one. <laughs> and then two, uh, it actually comes from my strong desire to be um uh, successful one and then uh it also comes from here, here's the thing and this is going to sound really crazy to you and, and to the listeners my mental health issue and condition causes me to just like I, I i i jump over all over the place and you know i can be riding and god would say hey man here goes something and then here goes something and then i get to talking to my multiple personalities i know it sounds crazy i get to talking to myself in my head and i'd be like oh yeah that's the one like nobody will look at it you know in this situation nobody looks at at the fact that um the rockets fans are screaming for Iguodala to come because of his championship pedigree but not realizing that they did that with scotty pippen when he brought his sixth championship pedigree in here 
to, to Houston to team up with Elijah and Barkley, and that didn't work out. So it's going to it's going to be the exact same way. Those are the type of little nuggets that are dropped into my spirit, and then I just act on them. And you know, and then I always try to look for the angle that nobody else looks for. Jonas on our celebrity line is Big Sarge from Big Sarge Media. He has a great podcast. You can check it out. It's on Anchor. It's on iTunes. He's been pumping them out damn near every day. Uh, he did He did a great one on the New York Knicks and just New York sports in particular. And, you know, before I started playing, playing that podcast, and so I got myself together, you know, got me something to drink because when I looked at it, I said to myself, all right, so he about to start fucking with New York, right? So, <laughs> so if, if, if any time when somebody is about to do something like that, then, then they must be ready, you know, for, for whatever comes coming back. And you can respect that. And so if I'm on the other side, right, and, and if he's throwing them lives like that, I'm like, either he's either he's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> or or exactly. he may be up to something. So so what is it, Sarge? Well, am I am I crazy? So I mean, if you look at my DD two fourteen and my VA medical records, they will tell you yes. <laughs> by having a conversation, by having a conversation with me after the first five minutes, you would say yes. Now I can't just sit here and call myself crazy. You know what I like to call it? When you see me talking to myself, I'm having a board meeting with some of the best executives there are in the business. So. <laughs> Um, kinda, and, and and you know what happened with that? Uh, so the uh, so the, you know the, the the name of my podcast is Sports Talks with the Sports Talk with Big Sarge, and the Rotten Apple podcast came about right after the uh, right after free agency started, and I started to look and say, you know, that's what I mean by looking at it from the different angles and saying that New York has a history now of having bad GMs and owners. And that was, and I was talking about Jim Dolan. I was talking about uh, Gettleman from the Giants. I was talking about the manager, the the general manager for the uh, Mets. I mean, the Yankees are the only ones getting it right, and now the Brooklyn Nets. But I can throw in the Jets in there. I can throw the Bills in there as well. So it just, like I said, it just comes from a place of being a uh, uh, a thinker. Uh, I like to consider myself like being very intellectual. And that's only because as a kid, my mom would make me read, 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 read. And I also like reading. Man, let me tell I don't know if I ever told you this story or not, but um, in the fifth grade, I got caught stealing books out of the book fair. And it wasn't like the activity books. It wasn't the coloring books. I, I got caught stealing book books. And, and my teacher came to me. She saw me stealing the books. And she came to me and she said, Brian, give me the book. I'm going to pay for it. She said, you don't ever have to steal another book from the book fair. When the book fair comes, I know you all can't afford it. I know your mom. I know your situation. I'm going to buy these books for you. And my fifth grade teacher, Miss Heath, I'll never forget her because she's like, oh, you're a pretty little chocolate thing. And, you know, it ain't as rampant as sleeping with teachers, you know, back then as it is now. But anyway, uh, she she took me to she she helped me to elevate myself so that that's how that's what i do now that's part of my work ethic join us on our celebrity line is sarge from big sarge media and just giving us a a rundown on what 
what brought him to where he is today. He has a great podcast. You can check him out every day. Going on on a different variety of topics. Very, very entertaining. And, you know, I want to go back to the part about the, the talking crazy, right? When, when you say you talk to yourself. Now, uh-huh. now here's the thing about talking to yourself. I think everybody talks to themselves, right? I think that uh-huh. you're not considered crazy unless somebody sees you talking to yourself, right? Is, is that, is that yeah. kind of how it works? Uh, if you answer. Because I did, I, I seen it happen before, right? And, <laughs> yes. and uh, so one time, you know, I was, I was dating somebody and uh-huh. I, I didn't know like this was one of those things. And I don't care about if you talk to yourself, right? But when I, when I actually saw her ask herself a question and then answer it, I bucked my eyes. I said, okay, <laughs> all right. You're listening to the end of zone, sitting in the city, state to state worldwide. Uh, we got Sarge on the celebrity line, and this segment is sponsored by the End of Zone Network store. Check it out. Get you some fresh gear. Hey, Sarge, man, we, we got we to gotta get you some End of Zone gear, man. You got We got to do some crossover stuff, man. Get you some End of Zone hoodies. I know we can get either. We can get some blue that, that can match you know, the Texans, and we can do red for the Rockets, man. I mean, it's, it's whatever, man. Uh, you just named two teams that I don't even root for. I just cover, but I will. I red. Red is my favorite color. And if y'all accept, uh, do y'all accept uh, cryptocurrency? Because if y'all accept Bitcoin, then I'll definitely purchase online because that's how my bank account looks cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> you got Sarge. Sarge, come on, man. We got it. Cause you making it hard for Arnold to know, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to get him to hold it together. He's over here laughing, and we trying to keep. We trying. I'm trying to keep it on the rails, but but that's but that's okay. Hey, so the the Kawhi going to the Clippers, and that was that. Listen, that was a big deal. But I think what was even bigger to me was Paul George. Being, you know, getting traded to the Clippers, what did was that big for you? It was definitely big for me, man. So on last night, I had uh, um, I was covering the Astros versus the Angels, and by the time I got, you know, finished doing everything and wrapping up everything at Minute Maid Park, I came home and I was like, oh, I'm tired, so I went to sleep. So I wake up this morning, and you know, like every other human being <laughs> that's living right now in this cell phone technology era. What's the first thing I do? Pick up my phone, go straight to Twitter. And what do I see? Paul George has been traded to the Clippers. Man, let me tell you something. My stomach started hurting. I had to put the phone down. I restarted it, rebooted it. And I was like, man, somebody didn't, you know, one of them Russian bots didn't put a virus on my phone. And so I, I brought the phone back up and it was like, Paul George has been traded. And then when I seen what they got in the trade, I'm saying to myself, this is ridiculous. Now, I do like the the, the young guard that they got back. I don't have a problem with Gallinari. I, I don't. Those two mixed in with the number 23rd pick that the Thunder got this year, because I'm a Thunder fan. And so the number 23rd third pick that they got, I understand that. Uh, but what I don't understand is the plethora of draft picks that won't mean anything in the future unless you're going to use those 
to pull off a Russell Westbrook trade. Now, if you package those up and send them off with Russell Westbrook to get something back, then I'd be like, okay, I would no longer be a Thunder fan. Kevin Durant's my favorite player. I just couldn't root for the Warriors because that's too bandwagoning. So once Russ leaves, I won't be a Thunder fan at all. Wherever KD is, that's the team that I root for. But I asked a question here earlier on um, – on, on, I mean, I asked a question earlier on Twitter about – who can remember the number six pick from this year's draft, the number seven pick from last year's draft, the number 10 pick from three years ago? Outside of the first three picks, nobody can remember those picks because uh, the talent drops off after the first, like one through five, once that one, after you get past the fifth pick, the talent drops off. The Thunder will have their own lottery picks because they won't be good in the future. So they'll have their own lottery picks. But what good is getting all those unprotected picks from the Clippers when the Clippers are going to be great? You're still going to be picking in the first round, but you're going to be picking like number five and then like number 28 because the Clippers are, are about to go on a run where they're not going to be bad. They're, you won't get a lottery pick out of them. So Sam Presti, I understand he's trying to get under the salary cap. I understand that they took on a lot by signing uh, Paul George last year to that huge contract. I understand what you're trying to do. But on the flip side of that, you have basically ruined this team. Nobody ever blamed Sam Presti for Kevin Durant leaving. And that was one of the reasons why he left. He did not want to play for a college coach in Billy Donovan. He did not get along with Sam Presti because he allowed James Harden to leave. And he didn't bring in any talent after that. So KD was like, you know what? I've given seven years to y'all, seven, eight years to you all, and you all have done nothing. Sam Presti, you didn't do anything. So I'm out the door. And now that Oklahoma City franchise is about to be uh, mentioned in the same breath as the Memphis Grizzlies, as the Dallas Mavericks, as the Phoenix Suns, as the, the Sacramento Kings, you know, some of the, the Charlotte Hornets, the uh, Atlanta Hawks, all those bottom feeders. Uh, Oklahoma City is going to go right along with them. Join us on our celebrity line is Big Sarge from Big Sarge Media. And we talked with some NBA. We talking uh, about Kyrie, Kyrie Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, rather, uh, going to the <laughs> going to the LA Clippers, and I, I and, and I'm I guess I'm in a hurry to to get to my next couple of things, which which are right right in my uh, my frontal lobe while, while I got you on the line, and one of the things is why this track is playing. This track is called Bust Your Shit, and it wasn't that long ago that you were blocked, and I'm gonna have Archer run this clip. Uh, with you going in on Vincent Goodwill. This is going to be your first time hearing a lazy journalism one-on-one. And I'm going to give it to Yahoo's very own Vincent Goodwill. And and this is why I'm going to give it to him. Well, I would expect them to deny the report considering Chris Paul's contract over the next, you know, three years it costs him to make at least $40 million, basically, in average. So, after the end of the season, after they lost in the second round to Golden State, and we saw how they flamed out, we expected them to perform better once Kevin Durant hurt, got hurt. And we expected them to honestly win the series. I know you did, Nick. And they flamed out in the game six on their home floor. Clearly, they looked disjointed. James Harden and Chris Paul have not been on the same page all season. They went weeks, I would say months, without talking. Both sides engaged in petty grievances with the other. 
you know, during practices, during games, not getting along, and it sort of permeated through the rest of the team, resulting in James also saying, hey, look, it's either going to be him or it's going to be me. And Chris going to Daryl Morey and saying, hey, I don't like playing with this guy. Get me out of here. Let me stop right there. Listen. I covered the Rockets the entire season. Y'all heard what he just said? I, I, I'm not, I don't know Vincent Goodwill from a hole in the ground. The only person that I know from Yahoo is Chris Haynes. I don't know Vincent Goodwill. I never even heard of Vincent Goodwill. I'm going to be honest with you. I never even heard of this guy until I listened to the Bomani Jones uh, podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I started seeing him on, uh, on TV on one show that comes on, one sports show that comes on in the morning. I was like, oh, so that's who this guy is. I've never been, I've never seen Vincent Goodwill in a locker room with me, not one time. Not once. Not once. Now, to be fair, because I don't like to be a hypocrite, and I told you all, I do not like to be smothered in hypocrisy. I'm not saying that his sources are wrong. That somebody may have told him that. But what I will say is this. You're wrong, bro. You're wrong. <laughs> All right, man. So so fill, fill, fill me in on, on everything with you and Vincent, man. Why 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 you blocking? Okay, let me tell you about uh Chris Haynes' little brother. That's that's what I call him. That's what I call Vincent Goodwill because Yahoo Sports NBA analyst Chris Haynes is actually the big dog over there. And Vincent Goodwill is just you remember the Tommy Jerry cartoon where it was Spike and then it was little Spike. Hey Spike, hey Spike, hey Spike. That's what Vincent Goodwill is. He's waiting for the crumbs to come off the table uh that that Chris Haynes allows him to have. You notice that when the big stories come out in the NBA, they're always vetted or they're always Chris Haynes always has his name on it. Vincent Goodwill never has his name on it. So um what happened was there was a time when, you know, the Chris Paul, James Harden uh feud was all over the news. All all over all over sports media. It was everywhere. And Vincent Goodwill came out and said that he heard that Chris Paul and uh, James Harden hadn't talked for two months, that Chris Paul would go down and interrupt James Harden from shooting free throws by coming down there with another player playing one-on-one on the same goal. And I just told him, bro, that's wrong. I've covered the Rockets this entire year. I've been on the road with the Rockets. I was on the, on the road with them during the playoffs. And Chris Paul and James Harden are close. They, they bump heads because they're both alpha males. And so their, their uh, determination and their drive and their will to be, to play at the highest level and to win causes them to bump heads. Chris Paul, see, uh, Chris Paul feels like he is the old head, the veteran, who has the knowledge. And James Harden is like, but well, I have the talent. And so, yes, they bump heads. But there was no point in time that they went an entire two months without talking to each other. Chris Paul is a jokester. He is. I've seen him and Kenneth Fareed joke around, him and P.J. Tucker uh, joke around. And so I wouldn't put it past him that if James Harden was shooting, he went down there and messed around with James Harden just to try to get up under his skin and get a laugh or whatever the case may be. But that wasn't a consistent thing. And so Vincent Goodwill put out very bad information. And I told him, hey, look, bro, you're wrong. And you don't have to run it. You know, I mean, you don't have to, you know, talk to me offline to find out the true story. But but talk to someone. There's a lot of people 
that cover the Rockets here that you can talk to that's well respected that will tell you your sources are wrong. Your sources are bitter ex-players or bitter ex-employees of the Houston Rockets that are trying to put this put put that story out to get it some run to get it some birds or to make it look that way, and it wasn't. Later on, Tim uh, uh, Tim McMahon from ESPN, who I sit by almost every game. You know, every game that I cover, I, I know Tim like, I mean, I, I really know Tim. He see me, I see him, like, hey, what's going on, Tim? Hey, what's up, Big Sarge? Because that's what they call me. Tim came out on the uh, Brian Winworth podcast with, uh, uh, is it Jackie McMullen? Is that her name, right? From Boston? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, came out on that podcast and basically said the exact same thing that I had said, that he heard those things. But they were wrong because he knew that the sources that they were coming from were bitter. So Vincent Goodwill not only blocked me, he blocked anything associated with Houston and Houston sports. So I, I like to make the joke that, you know, he, he didn't block George Springer, Al Tuve, J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. He didn't block Harden. He didn't block Daryl Morey. Anybody that's associated with Houston sports. He's blocked them. And the Rockets, I want to say maybe three weeks ago, unveiled their new uniforms that they're going to uh, play in this year. And so with myself and a bunch of other beat writers for the Rockets, we're down there having a blast. And we were just, you know, laughing our butts off because all of them had been blocked by Vincent Goodwill as well. And anybody who had Big Star Sports and, any, and tagged me and put his name in it, oh, fuck. Block, block, block. So he's blocked me on everything. And I'm saying to myself, it's okay. I think I put out on Twitter this morning that um, uh, I, I think I said, according to Vincent Goodwill, uh, Yahoo Sports NBA analyst, uh, he has said that Kawhi Leonard is going to be traded. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is going to sign with the Clippers. And here's a shocker. He's going to take Paul George with him in a trade. And then I put down timestamp Saturday, July 6th, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time after it all went down. So, yeah, hey, Vince, I don't know. Hey, can I use an expensive on this podcast? Sure, man. I got a disclaimer, bro. Oh, good. Vince a good one. I'm still on your ass, bro. And I'm not letting off until you either you going to talk to me man to man or you going to talk to me through Twitter. Whatever the case may be, I'm staying on your ass, bro. Just like brake lights, you're listening to In The Zone, city to city, state to state, worldwide. Sarge, tell the people, tell your new listeners the best way to keep up with you and your podcast. You can find me uh, at Big Star Sports with a Z at the end on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can also find my um, uh, podcast wherever you uh, available wherever you listen to your podcast. And the podcast is called Sports Talk with Big Sarge, and that's sports with a Z, sports talk with Big Sarge, and hey, listen, I guarantee you this, if you can, you're going to come away probably cussing me out, not agreeing with what with my sports takes, but you're going to laugh, and that's all I want you to do, that's, that's very, very therapeutic to the soul. All right, bro, thank you so much, you know we will be in touch, and you know you always got a place up in St. Louis on the End Zone Network. Hey, man, most, most definitely, bro. And uh, the, before I go, let me say this. Uh, I, I fly out to Cleveland on either tomorrow or early Monday morning to cover the uh, to cover the Major League Baseball 
all-star game, man. And so I'm definitely going to make sure that I give uh, End the Zone Network a shout-out, especially, you know, through, throughout all the interviews that I get and all the footage, man, because you all have opened up, you know, a door for me and an opportunity for me, man. And I'm, I'm one of those people that I don't forget, man. And I'm appreciative and grateful for everything that I get. So I just want to go on record by saying thank you for, uh, for having me on and thank you all for everything you've done for me. All right, bro. Well, that means we just got more work to do, man. All right, now. All right, that is our country cousin down there in Houston, Texas. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You listen to In The Zone. And this is the network.